Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the greatest show on the planet internet. Fuck, I screwed it up already. Anyway, this is the RR Show. We got something a little bit new for you today. Today, for episode 196, we're jumping in to r slash no sleep. So grab your tea, your popcorn, definitely grab a comfy blanket because I'm getting chills from this one already. Our story today is from Like I Did, a salesperson just changed my entire view on free will. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Imagine you open your door and in front of it stands a person who apparently knows everything about you. The guy looked just as smug as I imagined a door-to-door salesperson. Honestly, I didn't even know that they even existed anymore. I mean, it does feel slightly intrusive and somewhat old-fashioned, especially as this particular guy didn't stop ringing until I finally opened the door. Good day, sir. How's your morning going? He was remarkably tall, with great posture. He had to look down at me as we were speaking. Uh, good, thanks. Oh, good to hear that. So, you don't have any problems with parasites yet, huh? I gave him a confused look. Oh, I'm sorry. You must not know. Did your parents not tell you? I believe they would have told you before heading off to Spain. Ah, what a luxury to take a vacation in January. I was standing at the door with one foot outside to make sure he didn't decide to come inside. I had two more meetings and was in no mood to listen to some sales pitch. I'm sorry, my parents didn't say anything about parasites. Did you have an appointment? I didn't even question why he immediately assumed that I was their son. But he was spot on. My parents did ask me to watch the house, seeing that I work remotely anyway. The man chuckled. Oh, I am awfully sorry. I've started the conversation in all the weirdest ways. I didn't even introduce myself. How silly. My name is Jonathan Musterman, and I work with Parasite Corps. Many neighbors have had recent problems in their houses, you see. Oh, you're from Pest Control. I raised an eyebrow. He was definitely not dressed like someone who wanted to kill insects. No, no, I don't want to kill anything in there. I'm simply here to drop off a sample, and if you like the looks of it, you can give me a call. Easy peasy. See, if they find their way inside. I know you think I'm trying to sell you something you don't need, but you're simply wrong, Owen. Of course, he already knew my name as well. I opened my mouth, but he cut me off. All right, I don't want to bug you any longer. I imagine you don't want your colleagues to wait too long. What? 
He started rummaging through his suitcase and pulled out a black envelope. It's pretty much self-explanatory, Jonathan smiled. Say hello to your parents when you talk to them. It was a completely odd way to start my morning, but I was just glad that he was gone. In the afternoon, the door rang again and I was already dreading who would be behind it. I thought Jonathan was back already to ask what I thought of his sample, which I hadn't even opened. So I was very positively surprised to open the door to a familiar face instead. Myla. Hey, Owen, she smiled and gave me a big hug. Myla was the daughter of our next door neighbors, and we'd been close friends growing up. My mum told me you're here. I meant to come by sooner, but I had some work to do. Can I come in? Yeah, of course. I was just about to close my laptop for the day. We walked straight to the living room and sat down on the couch. I didn't even know you were in town. How long are you staying? I asked her. Myla moved away right after high school, so we only see each other occasionally when we're both home during holidays. She frowned. Yeah, but I'm leaving again tonight. Actually, I have to leave really early tomorrow morning, but I might be back in a few days, so you won't have to die of boredom. I have to admit, I was a bit disappointed. There weren't many people in town that I was still in contact with. Well, I'm not all alone. Today I got a really interesting visitor, I grinned. A guy from Parasite Corpse? I proceeded to tell her about my weird encounter with Jonathan, and to be honest, I hadn't realized how absurd it truly was until I said it out loud. Shit, this guy bugs us all the time too, she called out. He's so creepy. Always tries to find a way inside, and I've never seen a truck or any other people from his strange firm. Did he give you anything? Uh, yeah, some samples, but I don't even know what it is. Throw it away. Her gaze was all serious now and her voice stern, though I believe I heard some fear in it. I can't explain it, but something about him is really wrong. Whatever he gave you, it's probably not good. He'll use it as a reason to come into the house and you won't be able to get rid of him. I swallowed. It's not like I'm a little kid anymore, but I suddenly felt very weird about being all alone in this house. Yeah, okay, I'll throw it out. To be honest, I wasn't really planning on entertaining him again, but... Do you think he's dangerous or something? She shrugged. I don't know. It's more of a feeling, but better safe than sorry, right? Myla ordered pizza and we watched a movie until I almost fell asleep. It was great seeing her again and catching up, especially as my days usually look the same at the house. Same breakfast, same workplace, same grocery store, the exact same routine. So it was quite easy to notice the irregularities. For starters, I forgot a whole day of work. I woke up, logged into my laptop, made breakfast, which I had in front of the TV where I stayed until I got hungry again. I randomly found some documentaries on YouTube and somehow kept switching to more and more of them. With my lunch on my lap, I continued the same until it got dark. I was really lucky that nobody in my team had tried to contact me that day because I wouldn't have been able to explain what had happened. My brain went on autopilot as if it was a lazy Sunday. And the weirdest part is that I couldn't even say what I'd been watching all day. When night came, I got so freaked by what had happened that I turned off both my laptop and TV and went for a run to clear my head. Nothing like this ever happened to me and I had a feeling it was connected to Jonathan. Later that evening, I decided to call my parents and ask them about him. Neither of them had ever heard of Jonathan and they both swear nobody like him ever rang their door. 
Forgetting work was unfortunate, but not necessarily dangerous yet. But then other things started happening. I woke up in the morning and noticed that the stove had been on and the entire kitchen felt like hell, even though I hadn't used the stove in two days. I noticed in the middle of the night when I went to get a glass of water. Completely freaked out, I turned it off. Happy that I hadn't set anything on fire, but still completely out of my mind. I went to the bathroom to splash some water on my face, and that's when I completely lost control. I looked into the mirror at my face that somehow didn't feel like it really belonged to me anymore. You know how you don't quite feel like yourself when you stare for long enough? It was almost like that, but a lot worse. Because before I could move away from the mirror, the left side of my face started twitching. The corner of my mouth slowly moved up. It was as if part of me was trying to smile. I tried to push it back, but then my left index finger pulled the corner of my mouth even higher. I wish I could have called someone then. Maybe it was all mental. Stress and being alone for too long was messing with my mind. Unfortunately, instead of seeking help in those situations, we often hide even more, afraid of the reaction we might get from others. I can't say if that was really my thought process. All I know is that I finally pulled away from the mirror and went to sleep. I should have asked for help. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm incredibly stubborn, and I truly used to believe that I was in charge of my actions. But slowly, the other thing was taking over. The thing that smiled at me in the mirror. I wanted to believe that it was someone else who was doing this to me, but then I found all the footage. Generally speaking, I'm most suspicious of the way our phones collect data on everything we do. But then I remembered how handy it can be. Because, as it turns out, the other me had been using my phone. First, I checked my YouTube history. Apparently, all the documentaries I watched were on worms. But I don't remember seeing a single one of them. I knew I needed to go to a therapist, maybe even the hospital. Losing massive chunks of memory like that wasn't normal. But that was before I checked my gallery. There were two new videos that I don't remember recording. The first one started in the garden. The flash of the phone was shining on the ground with three holes as big as footballs. We don't need them now, but we'll hide them here until we get hungry, a voice spoke. My voice. Of course, it didn't sound the way I hear it in my head, but I heard recordings of me before. Then my hand came into the frame, and it threw small creatures into each hole. Squirrels, I believe, and they definitely looked dead. My stomach started turning at the sight, and my heart started racing. This didn't seem like I was simply sleepwalking. It felt like a different personality took over me. 
With my phone still in hand, I ran to the garden where I found three small heaps of earth. I couldn't bring myself to look into them, but I noticed that there was a fourth hole, slightly bigger, but it almost appeared unfinished, maybe because of the shovel next to it. It took me a lot of willpower to check the second video. This one was short, only a few seconds. I had to re-watch it a few times until I finally understood what I was looking at. It was a recording of a baby sleeping in a crib. Then the camera turned around and I saw my own face with eyes wide open and a massive grin. It was the child of our neighbours from across the street. At least that's what I think because I've seen them walking around with a stroller. Nothing happened. I would have heard. There would have been police, I whispered to myself, my breath getting faster and faster. With a shaking hand, I started typing the number of the police. If I really did these things but couldn't remember, I needed to be locked up before anything could happen to that child. But while I was ready to call, I simply couldn't. I'm not sure if it was fear of what would happen or if the other part of me was stopping me. Then my gaze caught something on the ground. A black envelope. After Myla had freaked me out about Jonathan, I didn't want it to be inside anymore. Even in the trash, so I threw it out into the garden. I ignored every voice in my head, picked up that envelope and ripped it open. A round pill fell outside and a white postcard with this written on it. Did you have a friendly visitor inside your house lately? Maybe a family member? A handyman or possibly an old friend? And now think, do you really remember them? If not, give us a call before it's too late. And before they catch on. On the other side was a phone number. My visitor was Jonathan, but as far as I know, he never came inside. And then it hit me. I ran inside, through the front door, outside, and right into our neighbours. You might have guessed it by now, but they were really worried about me when I asked about their daughter, Myla, who doesn't exist. Before they catch on. I had two options. Fight my thoughts and go to the police but that would mean that I'd be arrested and probably sent to a mental institution or call the number. But it was very well possible that Jonathan did all this to me, that he sent Myla. Oh boy, oh boy, they got you so quickly. You should have opened the sample when I gave it to you. You know I can assist, but I can't do everything for you. There he was the smug salesman, back at my door. But this time because I invited him, which I realize sounds incredibly stupid, but I had a feeling that this was what I needed to do. Mainly because my gut was telling me not to, and because I don't believe my gut belongs to me at the moment. This is insane! What the fuck did you do to me? I shouted, not caring if any neighbors could hear me. Owen, I didn't do anything. I told you there is a parasite infection going around. I'm here to kill them. This really has nothing to do with you. Gosh, you people can be so self-involved. Right, asshole. 
So how do you know everything about me and my parents if you haven't been targeting us? I was so furious. I wanted to punch this guy in the face, but I knew I'd regret that. Jonathan smiled. I have to know everything, so I'll notice irregularities. Now you called me for help. Do you want it? Or do you want to wait until you start getting a craving for human flesh? My head started turning. Why would I trust you? This didn't happen until you came here. He shrugged. I came because you were new here. Easy target for them, you see. I really am trying my best to be trustworthy. Although if I'm honest, I do not care about you. I just want the thing out. But you people always think you're in control. You can't even imagine something else taking over. Are you human? Ah, <laughs> uh, how odd. Nobody has asked before. Human? Not human? Does it matter? Now let's not waste any more time. It will get more powerful and then I might become your next meal. He took a deep breath. Now, do you have the pill that was in the envelope? Jonathan pushed me aside and came into the house, closing the door behind him. That's when I knew I'd made a huge mistake. I should have run to the police instead. He grabbed my arms with incredible strength and pulled me towards the kitchen. He held my right arm with one hand and pulled something out of his pocket with his other. A small rope. He used it to tie my arm to a cupboard. You're going to regret this, I shouted. I'll destroy you. I will shred you into pieces. My voice was deep and full of hate. Quiet now. This will be over soon. He went through his pocket again and this time he pulled out a pill. You're lucky. I always bring extra. Then he grabbed my face and shoved it down my throat. I pulled and pushed, feeling rage like I'd never had before. Finally, I freed myself and pushed against Jonathan with all my strength. I was ready to kill him for what he had done to me. But suddenly, I felt a sharp pain going through my entire body. It started in my head, a feeling as if it would explode any second. And then it went to my stomach. I fell to my knees, taking short, quick breaths. And then I felt it slowly moving up my throat. I had to stop the urge to swallow because I knew whatever that was, it needed to come out. Except, I still can't believe what I saw crawling out of my mouth. A slimy black worm the size of my thumb. Jonathan saw it right away, grabbed it and pulled it out of me. He poured some liquid over it that smelled like petrol, threw it into the sink and then set it on fire. A smell so foul that it shouldn't exist filled the room until the vile creature disappeared and my mind started recovering. I don't know how long I sat on the ground. When you go through something unbelievable, your head just needs time to catch up. I almost forgot that he was there until the tall man came down to the ground and handed me a glass of water. Clear again? I couldn't answer. You don't need to believe me, but I really didn't do this. I mean, I'm not doing this out of the goodness of my heart either. I was hired to kill them. Finally, my voice came back to me. By whom? 
Oh, oh boy, you don't want to know. These creatures are connected to a lot of other shit going on in the world. What? He shook his head. I'm not supposed to talk about it. Trust me, there are things happening at the moment that you don't even want to think about. You live in one of the least messed up towns. I mean, have you ever heard of a Tattletoe, Axbury, or Marvile? Oh, those places are fucked. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do, too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.